Hi, Blue Wire listeners. I'm Greg Olson. I'm excited to partner with Blue Wire to bring you TE1, a podcast where I interview the tight ends who have revolutionized the position. Listen in as I have raw, in-depth conversations with the all-time greats like Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. We'll explore how the tight end position has changed over the last 60 years and what it takes to be the very best. Subscribe to TE1 from Blue Wire Studios today so you're ready for the August premiere. Blue Wire. With the first pick in the 2009 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Matthew Stafford. Stafford, step it up. Going left side. Watch Calvin. Enzo got him. Oh, baby, that was a rocket. And it's picked off. Intercepted by Darius Slade. No one will catch him. Touchdown, Lions. Hello, and welcome to episode. 101 of the Michael Rothstein Show. I'm your host, Michael Rothstein. This episode, as always, brought to you by Ferro One CBD, Sunday Ticket, and Bet Online. Check out all those sponsors and web ads for them throughout the show. So I want to start here. Obviously, yesterday was a very big day for the Lions. The more I've thought about it, the more I've contemplated it and talked with people inside and outside the organization over the last 24 hours. I think it was one of the biggest stories that that I've covered in my eight years covering the Lions. And from how it happened so organically, which we covered on yesterday's podcast, to the influence I think it had and the reach that it had across the sports world to, and I'm not equating one with the other, let me just make this very clear to what happened in the NBA on Wednesday with all three games being postponed due to a strike by players in protest of the shooting of Jacob Blake. And we're seeing that now. And from hearing the Lions players and coaches talk on Wednesday when they did go back to practice, and we will get to practice observations after the break and it was a rainy day by the way and it was a bit hard to see some stuff they went out there for two hours in the rain but we'll get to that like I said after the break but I wanted to start here by just saying it was really interesting to hear what the players had to say the day after what Matt Patricia had to say the day after when we talked to them about what they did about the stand that they took on Tuesday by canceling practice in protest. And they're the first professional sports team to have done that. And obviously now we've seen what has happened in the NBA, at least as of 6.30 on Wednesday night, that those games are not going to happen. And here's something that Matt Patricia said. I asked him at the end of his media availability on Wednesday what it was like when he went home. He has a wife, a couple of kids, and since everything happened so organically, as I mentioned, what what was that feeling like when you have that conversation with your family? And he said this. So first of all, he called it a really hard question. And then 
He said, quote, the first thing when I go home, my biggest thing is my family, making sure everyone is okay, my kids and my wife. Certainly, I don't see them very much, so when I'm around them, I just fully immerse myself into being a dad. But certainly, there's continual conversation that carries over with this, which is the point, is to be able to go home and have conversation with family and continue that outside the building. It was more, just more of a reset for me as a coach to just remember part of why I do this is that I love football and I love to compete and I love to coach. But the other part of it is to try and influence and help people and build those relationships with young men that I work with every day. If I can help them in any way and I can do that during the course of the day, then that's what I'm supposed to do. And by basically saying as a team, coaches and players being united, saying they are not going to practice, that Tuesday was about more important things than football. Matt Patricia did that. And when he was asked kind of what he hopes maybe yesterday brings to the continued conversation and what people take from it, he said this, and I quote, we all hope that yesterday sticks with all of us forever and hopefully it makes an impact on someone somewhere and gives people strength and courage, hope. I think that's what's so powerful about it. Football is what we do and what we love, but in the end, we're also trying to make great influences on each other and affect people for long term and affect families. Hopefully we did that and that's something that won't go away. Players talked after practice on Wednesday and I spent a bunch of time asking them about what they felt as they kind of had everything settle in of of what they did and what they tried to accomplish. Romeo Aquara said that the majority of the comments that he got were positive, although he knows that he was going to get some negative comments too because that's just life on social media these days. But what stood out to him was how the team came together through those conversations that they had on Tuesday and what they had dating back to even this spring. Jelani Tavai described his feelings yesterday as this a day later. It was unbelievable, Tavai said. It felt like a movie. It was so awesome that we stood united together, and I'm really grateful that Coach Matt Patricia gave us that platform to step out and bring awareness to what's going on in our world. And I'm glad that we have leaders in our locker room who stood with us, and it's just been a major blessing for us. And that's really part of the conversation that they're having now. And you have to know that it's going to be a continued conversation. This is not going to be a one-day thing around the Lions. It hasn't been. It's been something for months. We've seen it. We've heard it. We've seen the Lions take action in certain ways, as I mentioned yesterday, from Matthew Stafford's donation to the University of Georgia, to Trey Flowers, Deron Harmon, and Stafford doing a voting town hall, to Deron Harmon and Trey Flowers and Jalen Reeves-Maven doing an event with the Players Coalition to talk about social injustice. There. They have been out there and they're trying to talk and they're trying to be part of the change. And it's a change that I think we all see or should see rather coming because it started well before Tuesday. But Tuesday, the Lions did something in the NFL. Wednesday, players in the NBA took an unprecedented stand by striking during the playoffs. And now we'll see what Thursday brings. Because, again, this is not a one-day conversation. This is not a one-week conversation. This is a conversation that, to me, feels like it's here to stay. And we'll be back right after this break with what went on, at least on the field, in practice for the Lions on Wednesday. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore. 
so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worsland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary TheraGun percussive therapy device, which Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments. He created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic, but they still contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the United States, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep and now through labor day monday september 7th theraone is offering our listeners a buy one get one free for all theraone products but you've got to go to theragun.com slash blue wire if you don't love what you get from theraone send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase this is not something theraone's likely to do again buy one get one free at theragun.com slash blue wire but only until labor day go right now to theragun.com slash blue wire and guess what Sunday, Sunday, yeah, Sundays are coming back in the NFL just a couple of weeks away now. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL SundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Now, back to our show. So, as I mentioned, the Lions did go back out to practice today, and it was a wet one. The Lions practiced in the rain, and it was a steady rain throughout, I would say, 90% of the practice. There was a little bit of a break right at the end, right around when Matt Prater was kicking field goals, which probably helped Matt Prater, Jack Fox, Aaron Sipos, Dom Muehlbach, and Steven Wordle. But during most of the team segments, they were out there, and there were times where it was, I don't want to call it a downpour, but it was very, very steady uh, there was nowhere really to stand. Otherwise, my notebook stayed in my bag and I was recording notes on my phone because if I took my notebook out, it, I wasn't going to be able to read any of it anyway. So understand that these observations are going to be a little bit different and maybe not as detailed as some other ones. But let's start right here, which is, I think Tracy Walker was the player of the day. He was really tight and tight and in coverage against tight ends in one-on-one drills with safeties and tight ends. He's continued to really have a stellar camp. He also had a good PBU in teamwork. By the way, as did Tony McRae, who once again, once a day, Tony McRae seems to be making some, doing something that, frankly, to me maybe is putting him closer and closer to making the roster. But Yeah, Tracy Walker to me was the player of the day. He still worked a little bit with the second team, got some first team work. It seems like the Lions are still trying to figure out, I guess, what they're doing there. But you've heard me say it over and over again about Tracy Walker. I don't understand how he's not on the field for you every play if you're the Lions or really, really, really close to it. He's just that good. And I think he's had maybe the best camp of any Lions defensive player from what I saw. Another guy who stood out to me was Kerryon Johnson. Uh, particularly in individual 
drills when he was working on blocking. He went up against Jared Davis a couple of times and just really stuffed him at the point of attack. That's a good sign, I think, for Carryon Johnson that his pass protection is coming along. Thought he ran pretty well today. DeAndre Swift and Bo Scarborough were both out there briefly, but did not do any team drills as they are still kind of working their way back from injuries. So it was a lot of carry on Johnson, a lot of Jason Huntley, who did return to practice and actually had a really nifty run during the team period. And obviously they can't really tackle, so you can only tell so much, but you could really see his speed and his ability to cut and his elusiveness in this run that he ended up scoring a touchdown on. He did a little celebration afterwards as well think he needed to have a good day after a couple of rough days toward the end of last week and yeah I I thought he was really sharp today and that to me is probably a good sign for him he's going to need to have I think a couple of more pretty good days here overall to solidify a spot on the roster because running back is a little bit of a crowded space, you know, and Bo Scarborough, I think at this point needs to get back as well because Jonathan Williams put together a couple of good practices here and there. I mean, you know what you're getting from carry on. Jason Huntley's making a little bit of a statement, but Ty Johnson to me is making a really big statement. And based off of just of what I've seen in camp, I don't know how you can maybe get rid of Ty Johnson in a year where you might need a bunch of running backs. So that's going to be something to watch for me when I look at these types of things. Uh, again, I mentioned they practiced outside. I think Matt Patricia wanted to get a little bit in the conditions. This is the first time they really had the opportunity to do so. And it was, I mean, it was not fun. You could tell the players were maybe enjoying it a little bit, but toward the end of practice, they were, when, when field goals were happening, they were inching as quick as they could toward the locker room because they were all drenched and soaked. It did cause some issue for players when it comes came to footing. There were a couple of guys that slipped at various points during routes, during drills. Uh, thankfully, no injuries to note. But that that's something to, I think, be thankful for if you're the Lions, because it was a slick day out there. And that's just kind of, I think, the reality of it. The Lions did run some goal line as in back-to-the-goal situations. Uh, Matthew Stafford had a couple of good passes in that drill. There was also a bad exchange between Matthew Stafford and Frank Ragnow that kind of sent both of them having to run a lap around the field. I can't remember Matthew Stafford really having to run a lap before for something that happened during a practice. I'm sure it absolutely could have happened, but that was something notable to me. A couple of receivers also had decent flashes, I thought, on Wednesday. Danny Amendola had a nice diving catch on Justin Coleman. Tom Kennedy ran a really impressive route where he really faked out the defender. I couldn't tell whether he caught the ball or not. One of the reporter, other reporters at practice said he did. One of the others once said he did not couldn't tell because players were blocking and we couldn't get our normal vantage point that we usually have because of the rain and kind of the slickness of some of the bleachers but it was a really impressive route by Tom Kennedy and that's something I think worth noting thought Jamal Agnew made a couple of nice plays again and Chris Lacey had a really nice catch as well although as the Detroit News Justin 
Rogers reported, and I missed this again, was watching something else at the time, and it was a little bit more difficult to see today that he suffered an apparent injury during practice and was sent to the locker room. Again, I did not see that myself. That comes from Justin Rogers of the Detroit News. Um, Joe Dahl did not do any work in team drills. Ode Abouche largely took his spot at left guard. On the second team offensive line, you had actually Logan Stenberg move back to guard. Bo Benchwall got reps at center. It seems like they're trying to work a bunch of guys in at that backup center spot. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it'll probably end up being Jonah Jackson or Kenny Wiggins uh, or Joe Dahl, who ends up being that backup center. But both Logan Stenberg and Bo Benchwall have gotten work there now. And Kenny Wiggins worked as the backup right guard. We'll get into this when we do a roster projection and maybe when we talk a little bit more about the roster later on this week, how that offensive line position is going to shake out. We talked about that a little bit earlier this week already, and it's going to be something, I think, worth watching on the back end of that group. Didn't really get any look at punting today. And yeah, I mean, other than that, I think when you really watched what the Lions did, they they moved at a quick pace considering the rain. It felt like they did maybe a little bit more individual drills, maybe mix up practice a little bit differently than they've had it in the past. I don't know if that was to account for the weather or just Matt Patricia trying to keep things fresh here because this is unlike anything that any player has experienced since college where you're not going against another team at all throughout the duration of camp. Uh, I'm watching some of the offensive line, defensive line individual drills, which again, I think people, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that those are some of my favorite to watch every camp. I've heard stories about specifically that drill before. Taylor Decker had another good day. They actually had backups go before starters. Uh, And again, that maybe was to get some backups, more reps, kind of limit starters on slick territory. But thought Taylor Decker had really good reps on Romeo Okwara and... Yeah, I, I thought he was pretty good again. I mean, he's just generally been solid all camp long. I'll be curious to see what he looks like in the season. But in one-on-one situations, Taylor Decker has maybe had one of the better camps of any offensive player that the Lions have. And that's a good sign because that's the guy that's protecting Matthew Stafford's blind side, And you need him to be maybe at a level that's even better than what he's been at in the past. The Lions are getting back out there tomorrow. Hopefully it will be a nicer day than it was today and observations will be a little bit more fuller and uh, what you're more accustomed to. But yeah, it was a pretty nasty day out there that sent you know, people kind of doing whatever they could to take notes and pay attention. A couple of other quick things I want to note. Julian Aquara got some work with the first team on... Wednesday. Don't know if that's going to be a permanent thing, but it's not shocking as it seems like he's a guy that they're really going to count on to maybe be more of an edge rusher. He's lined up multiple places in the Detroit defense so far this training camp, and he's clearly ascending and maybe is going to be that second rookie to maybe take a step onto that first team. And really, if you want to include Jeff Okuda and DeAndre Swift in that, where I think Okuda eventually will get to that first team consistently. By the way, Desmond Trufant was back practicing during teamwork today, so Okuda was mostly bumped down to kind of rotating in on the first team. And then DeAndre Swift, obviously, whenever he returns, will likely get some work 
But it seems like the Lions' top four draft picks are all trending toward playing decently large roles this fall for the Lions, which if you're Detroit, that's exactly why you drafted them and what you were aiming for. One other thing worth mentioning, because we haven't talked about it a ton, is the kick return battle. And some of it is we really haven't been able to tell much. And again, Jason Huntley, I think, was struggling a little bit more there early on. But you had guys like Jamal Agnew, Marvin Hall, Victor Bolden, Ty Johnson, and Jason Huntley all back there today working in a live kick return period. Huntley and Bolden, by the way, have a great speed, and you can tell, but I think it's going to be really hard to unseat Agnew at this point, especially since Agnew is showing that he's, in my opinion, doing enough to be on the roster as a receiver that they can develop, that, and also that he can play corner in a pinch, that he probably ends up being your returner as well, because you know what he can do when he's healthy. That's it for today's show. I want to thank... My sponsors, Thera One, Sunday Ticket, and Bet Online, along with Regents Field. Go check them out in Ann Arbor. They now actually have an MGA, NBA Jam console right in their building. And I want to thank Blue Wire for sponsoring this podcast, as always. Follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mike Rothstein. Try to post photos and videos every day from practice as long as we're out there watching training camp and the full practices. And uh, don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you're so kind. And I'm pretty excited about certain things we've got coming up. Got some interviews lined up here starting hopefully next week as training camp, we don't get the full access anymore. So that's going to happen at some point next week. So we're going to go back to doing some other types of shows along with giving you everything we can about the Lions. And with that, we will talk with you tomorrow. Hey, guess what? The playoffs are back. The NHL, they're playing for the Stanley Cup Finals. And our partners at Online they've got you covered. Get in on all the action. And Major League Baseball season, it's pushing into fall. And there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports. And remember, that casino that they have, it never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.